Good evening, Jennifer. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Josh. Welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh, Jen, and Ed. You can find us online at Gleeful Podcast. On the Twitters, Gleeful Podcast, I'm at Josh Brunell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. Jennifer. Joshua. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, Ed, how Ed. are you? I am good. It's it's been a it's been an interesting summer for me. For yeah, sure. so we pretty much took the summer off of of uh, Glee and of podcasting. Uh, we and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We've got some talk about uh, what we did on our summer vacation, uh, maybe even a little bit what we watched and listened to in our summer vacation, and then of course um, we'll we we will probably talk about the sixth. Well, we will. We'll talk about the sixth season of Glee, the sixth and final season of Glee, and uh, you know, uh, heads up, we'll probably be a little spoilery. Usually, Jen and I don't discuss any, are, are super anti-spoilery, but um, I think in this time, we're just going to kind of dive in and, and discuss what we know thus far, what has been released through official channels, only only what's been released through official channels, uh, a little about what we know about the sixth season of Glee, uh, but in the meantime, uh, Jennifer. Yes? Uh, how, how have you been? I'm good. <laughs> I'm almost back to normal. Um, Seriously, we're we've had a kind of a crazy summer, and it uh, culminated in the biggest craziness ever for us so far, thus far in life. Pretty much, yeah. even bigger than planning a wedding and getting married. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, dealing with the heat. Don't like the heat. Yes, it was a um, crazy heat wave here in LA. It's a crazy heat wave here in LA. What Jennifer's alluding to is that uh, Jennifer and I shot a movie this summer, mm-hmm. uh, just just to dispel anybody thinking we had a kid. Uh, we we <laughs> shot a movie, which was much more painful um, for one of us. Uh, the um, it, it, so we did. I wrote a movie back in January, and I've been writing it ever since. So pretty much nine months straight, I've been working on it. But um, yeah, and so we went out to Big Bear, and we had a cast and a crew and a director named Adam Girash. And the movie's called House by the Lake. He's crazy. Yeah, he's He's, a crazy person. You should look him up. Uh, He mostly does horror films. And this was mostly a horror film. Uh, A bit of a horror film. But it's called House by the Lake. And it's about a small family that goes to a house by the lake. And they're conveniently enough. Oh yeah, conveniently enough. And their autistic daughter is uh, begins fixating on an imaginary friend that may or may not be imaginary, or possibly is uh, someone who is kind of messing with the family. And uh, yeah, and there's lots of stuff that happens. And it was pretty crazy. Yes, we cast. Uh, we had a pretty wild cast. We had this little girl named Amaya Miller who was unbelievable. She's. Uh, she's she's stunning and she is so incredibly talented I yeah was and she's 10 a little terrified she, she was terrifying uh we <laughs> had awesome. uh michael bowen who played uncle jack in the last season of breaking bad was and also it? tommy from valley girl and tommy from valley girl uh we also had ann dudek who uh you've seen in a million things particularly she was amber in house i only know that because my brother's a big house fan it, but apparently a lot of people know her from uh white chicks Yes, she was in White Chicks. She was one of the the White Chicks they were protecting. That's true. And um, then she and uh, on Mad Men. She was. She was also. She's also Betty's pregnant friend on Mad Men. Yes, that's true. And then uh, and then we had James Callis who played Gaius Baltar on Battlestar Galactica. Yes, and he was awesome. And also, uh, he yeah. was one of Bridget Jones's best friends in the Bridget Jones's Diary series. That's true. He was also Jennifer's drinking buddy. 
uh, <laughs> for the duration of the shoot. I but, did it uh, for the team. But yes, we made a movie. Super nice. uh, I wrote and I produced it, and you can see it online if you want to go to HBTL Film, House by the Lake Film, HTBL. Uh, are you are you working on a Netflix distribution deal or something, or Amazon Prime? We'll or? get there. Right now, we're just editing it. So we yeah. shot well, it, and now we're editing it. And then, well, uh, I know, I know, but, but you, you want to have that stuff on lock, right? Well, I mean, once it's done, we'll lock all that stuff down. The way it usually goes, if you're like small and independent, like we are, not usually, but the way it's going, gonna go for us is we'll finish the film, and then uh, we're looking at either inking a distribution deal now, or we'll try to do the festival circuit where you play all the film festivals and then try to get enough people to care about it that you sign a distribution deal. Uh, but people are already sniffing around it, so we might go ahead and, and lock down distribution before we... Um, I mean, before it sounds like you have festivals. a legit cast. It sounds like you're together. Gosh. Yeah, did, we did. We made a real summer. movie. Your, your <laughs> summer was real, for real exciting. You know, like, <laughs> Not like fake exciting. Like we me. made an honest God. goodness movie. No, it's true. Yeah. It, it was for realsies. But uh, but no, it was the crazy. I mean, it's taken like two weeks or it's taken like nine months to get it together. And then it was the craziest two weeks of our lives. So that's why people would text me or people would I would go on the Twitter and be like, hey, are you guys going to do an episode? And I'm like, I can't even think about Glee. Oh, I've God. got like casting and, and crew and all these things that we've been doing for the last nine months. Jennifer was craft services. So she and cooked catering. food. Apparently that's, that's two different jobs. <laughs> She For did those not of know. you aspiring to do this sort of thing. <laughs> she didn't know until she no, got on the set. No, no. The director's wife had to break it to me, and she had to watch my face melt into my shoes. <laughs> it was a crazy so, no, what, what was your first title? Services? Uh, craft services. She thought she was just craft services, and then she found out that craft services and catering are two different departments, and she happened to be doing both of them by herself. Yes. She was amazing. The food was amazing. But she cooked three meals a day for 25 people for 14 days. people. That oh, was God. crazy. And it was did having 23-year-old uh, men who eat a lot. So when I budgeted, you know, what I was going to cook based on what Josh and I eat, <laughs> it's very That different. was incorrect. <gasps> oh, my was, God. Um, so did you have producers? I, wa- I oh, want yes. to know more. Tell me more. Did Lots you, of did producers. You, did you have funding? <laughs> yeah, we had funding. And then we had three produ- three other producers. Um, my my buddy Mike Detrano was a producer, and then he brought in two guys. Oh, so, uh, so the script must not be terrible. What's Some, that? Someone thought it was good. The script must not be terrible. Someone thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was good, and the I mean, all the like, we definitely drew bigger talent than we deserved. The actors um, really were into it. Yeah, they were That's a little exciting. too into That's so it. Awesome at for you guys. <laughs> if there's such a thing, but they were they were incredible. They were so invested, and they had so many ideas about. Like who these people were and what they should be doing and why they should be doing it, and it was, yeah. it was so, like for me, like I, of course I've always believed in Josh's talent, and I just you know I knew it would be a matter of time before other people would recognize it too, but to see it happen with these these actors and you know producers and directors, it was, it was just very surreal and so. It was just, I was so proud. It was so amazing. (laughs) That's very sweet. The whole experience was insane. That's amazing. It was insane. (laughs) I can't even describe it. Oh, God. 
That's so that's so crazy. That's yeah. like you guys you you're like Josh, you're like doing you're being awesome and well, accomplishing things. Yeah, I mean if you go on that's IMDb amazing. if you go on IMDb and you look up, you know, House by the Lake, not the one from nineteen seventy four. It's a British movie. <laughs> it's just a British horror film. Um but if you if you if you look it up, you'll you'll see. You'll see the amazing cast and you'll see like the amazing production group and um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Michael Colomb is the only other person who's actually credited there and my god he has a lot of credits he's the uh, script supervisor oh Super yeah michael nice Colom is crazy he's amazing he's um, so good but i didn't realize he's my best friend been now. so busy yeah like he's that he's guy done has, 217 that movies, guy has a career uh yeah yeah but he's a script soup so they they're only busy for the time the movie well no they're busy for like the week before the movie and then while the movie's shooting and then the week after but uh but yeah, no, it was amazing. I mean, we had a, a great DP, and we had uh, we rented a house oh, in Big Bear. Photography, I know that one. Yeah, there you yes, go. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, it is worth mentioning that, like, for all of these amazing things, our entire movie was made for like what Glee spends on their like catering budget for one it episode. Doesn't, it doesn't so. matter. <laughs> the fact that you're gonna have, the fact that you're gonna have a product is like yeah. that'll be great. Must be must feel awesome in in and of itself. I mean. I'm sure you're like, I'm so cool and I do things all the time, but I'm no. I'm super proud of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, no, no. I mean, it, it's very exciting. It's just, it, it's, it's surreal because it has been like, I've been working on it for so long. And so it is kind of strange to, to know that like for nine months I've been doing that. I've been working on one movie and I've got another like year where I don't, I'll be able to do other things here and there, but this movie is still going to be pretty active. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just kind of strange. It's just like, this is just one part of the process, but it is the biggest, like it's the biggest hurdle because it's the hurdle you always talk about. Like once we get it, like we just got to get the movie shot. We just got to get a shot. And that, that's the part that never happens. And so this is the first time where that happened. I mean, it isn't the first movie I wrote, but, um, it's the first one that got shot. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I mean, but all those, I'm sure a lot, every single script that was ne- wasn't made, you learned something from yeah. that found its way into this script. Oh yeah, which allowed it to be, which allowed it to exist. You have to you have to write uh, yeah. like a, a million words before you write a good one. Apparently, <laughs> oh that's 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 I actually can... pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I mean this is well, this is the twentieth script I've written. To be totally like upfront, this is the twentieth screenplay I've but written. That, that, that's that's so. legitimate. Like like one and I mean. That's that's. I mean, not everyone's Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> or, or I don't even. I don't even know if he got published the first book. That just. That just. Yeah. A, I'm sure, like the third not. word. Yeah, it it took Ernest Hemingway three words before somebody was like, "I'll give you money for that." Uh, oh no yeah. no. The only okay. Who's the who? The person who wrote Frankenstein. That was her first book. Mary oh, Mary Shelley. Shelley uh, yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. So that's, but she was also married to. Like, Percy, <laughs> yeah, Percy Shelley. Um, but anyway, yes. So that's what Jennifer and I did with our uh, our summer vacation. If you'd like to see anything else about the movie, it's on Twitter at HBTL Film, and then if you go on Facebook, there's House by the Lake movie, which is the other uh, the other place you can see stuff. And then there's like an Instagram and stuff, but it's all kind of tied in. So, but yeah, so that's what we've been up to. Ed, what have you been up to? Well, m- my stuff sounds lame now. But <laughs> no, I, you no. did some traveling. You visited yeah. friends. I've, yeah, I went. Um, I was. Uh, I got to go to Boston for work, which was an exciting two days of my life. I only had to work. I only end up working four hours of the two way two days. The rest of the time, I was like running around, 
and I like woke up barely in time to be at the place by 7 a.m. But I was there on time. I was just very tired because I went to uh, to Oyster House the night before, and because well, <sighs> duh, I'm only there for two days. I have to do something. Yeah. Right, tea. <laughs> That's then, awesome. Um, I thought you were there longer. It, it felt. No, it seemed. Longer. I just tweeted. I just tweeted about it a lot. That's how I make my life seem more exciting. I just tweet about the really, the, the somewhat exciting parts a lot. So that way, when people are like, oh, Ed, he lives an exciting life. And then I went to <laughs> Minneapolis for five days, which is amazing. I love Minneapolis. I, I went and toured uh, University of Minnesota. I was considering going to grad school there, but I am probably not really considering that anymore. For various reasons. Oh wow! Okay. Not, not not only not only because they probably won't accept me, but for <laughs> other reasons. Well, they they might. And then um, uh, just this last week, I uh, I am officially a certified forklift operator. So that's Ooh. that's a random. <laughs> Wait, do you do, do you use, use that in your job? Thing. What's that? Do you use that in your job? Um, you don't have like some. T- like we sometimes store uh, some like n- some ambient stuff like that doesn't yeah, that we do yeah 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 <laughs> not not often and it's not really like I had to do it but I was like eh whatever well, that's I, cool and but and in two weeks the next exciting bit of my life is I am starting curling. You weeks. are actually going to <gasps> curl. Where did you I, find I, curling? I, 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 I joined a club. I, that is amazing. Tra- <laughs> my, my, tra- my first training session is on Wednesday, and my first game is in two weeks. So what is? So how does this work? Like, what is it going to be when you start curling? I'm 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 headed for Pyongyang or no, Pyongyang. <laughs> You're coming That's for him. I'm going for I'm going for it. Like all the great cur- all the great curlers, David Murdoch. Rasmus St. Yearn, <clears throat> Oscar Erickson, Thomas Olsfred. I'm going to be competing with you in South Korea. Don't you worry. Not really. Maybe. There's a chance. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I've, been, I've been obsessed with curling. I was like, I was like, Google this. Like, is there is there a curling club in Indianapolis? And there is. And I joined. And, and now that's it. No. There's one in Western Mass. That's amazing. I used to, um, when I used to work at the turkey farm in Marlboro, Mass, we used to cater their uh, holiday banquet every year. And they had this really cool lodge that they, um, it was like this beautiful two-story A-frame lodge. And they had a curling uh, rink ice whatever um on the lower level and then they had the banquet hall above and it kind of overlooked it and it was so it was so much fun to watch i mean that's the only reason i ever knew of curling so hey it's been in western mass for like you know 20 something years so (laughs) i've been i've been like seriously since sochi as those who follow me on twitter know i've been obsessed (laughs) with curling like I've like I and I was like I was like F it I want to do it I want to do it. What is it so about do it. it? That's so. What cool. is? Tell me, tell me what is like first attracted you to curling? It just, it's it. There's so much strategy to it, and that's 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 what like I just I just love the strategy. Like I like I I look at the ice, I look at the stones. I'm like, okay, this is the move I would make if I could make moves. <laughs> if, I, if I knew, like, and then and then I get mad at the Chinese team when they don't do what I want them to do because they. I've been watching lots of curling, and the Chinese team is like literally the most frustrating team to watch because they always play the same game regardless of what's happening on the ice. They're like, like that's why that's why they can get like Chinese team consistently gets fourth place because they're really good at what they do, 
but they don't react to the board. The board the board is changing, and you're playing the same game you play every single time. Hmm. You can't play the same. <laughs> you have to you have to play a different game. This like the, you have to freeze and tap. You can't you can't just do a t- double takeout. You're probably not. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I. I, I you know what? That's that's awesome because the, I expected the first answer to be the tight pants and the you know cute buns. No, no, players. the strategy. It's like, and then <laughs> no, there, there awesome. are there are attractive men who do curl, so that mm-hmm. doesn't. I don't hate on it, but I've never I've never had a sport where I was like, oh, this is my sport. But I, I feel like, like curling is like it's it's like it's like chess on ice. <laughs> that is awesome. This is see. What's funny is like this is how Jennifer and I talk about shopped. Like I, I don't think I I am this passionate about any actual sport except for maybe the World Cup, but that only happens once every four years. Baseball. Um, and yeah, and and a little bit of baseball, but like I've this is amazing. I, you are so passionate about. It. I love it. That's so neat. It's, well, it's, very cool. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Keep it I'm going to tell you how terribly I do in my first match. I'm hoping <laughs> that I'm like a, an idiot savant. And I'm like, because <laughs> I've watched, I watched a lot of curling in the past since, since Sochi. So I will at least know what I want to do. Whether I can do it, that's a different question. But I'll be like, I, this, this is what I want to do right well, now. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like something you can learn as opposed to like knowing the game and knowing how to, to play the pieces, you know, knowing how to strategize. Like if, if you get that instinctually, the technical part is probably just something you can learn. Yeah, I, I figure, yeah. yeah. Like I, awesome. I tried fencing in college, but then I got this like, I, I, uh, it coincided like two weeks into it. I got this infection, so then I stopped. Oh, uh, it was unrelated to fencing, but I didn't really like fencing. Honestly, I was like, eh, this is difficult. I didn't, feel, I didn't feel the passion for it. Right. And swimming in high school was just like, ah, eh, swimming, it's okay. <laughs> I really wanted to play water polo, but since I don't live in like California, there's no water polo teams here in Indiana. So. Really, water polo is so big in California. I've never. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, the only reason I knew that they have them in high school in, in California is, is because of the OC. That's oh my god! Yeah, water polo is a thing yeah. in high school. It's it's really macho too. Like for a bunch of guys in hairnets and uh, speedos, like it's super macho in California. And whenever there was like hazing or harassment or anything like that, it was, it was always, always a it was water, polo water polo. Team. Oh yeah, it was always a water polo team. Well, my, my former coworker and friend still, her daughter plays, and she's just telling me about the stories about, like, how competitive it is, and, you know, like, it's, like, how, like, aggressive these girls are, and it's, like, one girl was headbutting her daughter, so her daughter... Okay, maybe I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> her, her, her daughter, uh, what did she do? She, she unzipped the, uh, <laughs> the other person's suit. And like it's, it's just like crazy. Well, <laughs> they were all playing dirty. Apparently, there's a lot of dirty play in there water is, polo. Yeah. I have well, the, no idea. Uh, the other thing about water polo is that it's all core because you're essentially like you can't really use your you can't touch the bottom, and you can't really use your arms to tread water because you have to use them to catch the ball. So it's all legs and core. So essentially, God. you're like you you live with an eight pack during a time of your life where it's really good to have an eight pack. So it breeds a certain mentality. Uh, but anyway, 
Uh, well, in in uh, in in Glee ish related news, um, we can dive into spoilers on season six, or at least kind of what we know about season six. Uh, but before we get into that, um, Jennifer and I had some random Glee experiences off uh, extracurricular Glee experiences. They did a production of Hair at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Bowl that we attended and that starred Jenna Ushkowitz and Amber Riley were in it yeah. as well as Silas from Weeds who was, um, who was dreamy um, oh, I love Silas I love Silas no, from Weeds he okay not only is he dreamy oh. he can actually sing eh, he was more dreamy than could sing there were plenty of fantastic hey, singers in it. I'm Anyhow, just saying that, I like, he, on the range of fantastic I, singers. I thought he had a very good voice. <laughs> well, then Jenna and Amber were in it. And then Kristen Bell was also in it. Kristen Bell was so adorable. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple other random, like, TV type actors of course when they did the big nude scene in the middle it was essentially like everyone working for equity scale comes out naked and then the sides of the stage are like Kristen Bell and all the famous people the girl from Modern Family (laughs) Um, oh that's right Um, Haley from Modern Family Sarah Hyland was in it Yeah, and she was really funny but yeah so Jenna got more lines and hair than she's ever had an episode of oh my god (laughs) well uh, let's just say she had more lines in that than she did the first two seasons. This past season, she's got like, well, no, she's she, had more. she had a lot of unnecessary lines. She had a lot of unnecessary lines because it was uh, like just a repeat of the whole whatever. And then Amber, um, Amber didn't really have a lot of a lot to do in the show, but she did get the biggest number. She got the opening Age of mm-hmm. Aquarius number, which was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. They were both really good. Jenna was really good. Um, yeah, they're great on a, stage. It was a fine show. The funny thing about hair is you always go to see hair, and you look around and realize like most of this audience knows the show hair, but they've never heard the show hair. Not and, all of it. And the show hair is very different from the movie hair, and it's pretty filthy. Oh yeah, so, there's one particular song that's just—if <laughs> they did it on TV, it would just be bleeps for two and a half minutes. So there was a lot of kind. Is, I mean, is it you know? Is it worse <laughs> than? Is it is it like scandalier than uh, that that one with Rachel and? In uh, Jesse St. James. Oh, their, Spring their Awakening? Movie. Spring Awakening is a oh, better show. Spring Awakening. It's so different. Yeah, but they're very different. But, it, but is, it, is, it, is, it, is it dirtier or less dirty? I would say it's that. dirtier. Yeah. Uh, it's but it's also, it's also much more heavy-handed. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, but there's no nudity. Well, there is nudity in it because yeah. like half the cast comes out naked just before intermission. But it's so intended to be that. It's, it's in, like at the time, hair was a, intended to be... Um, it was about the shock value. Yeah, and, and it was boundary breaking. Exactly, and you know, yes, um, breaking from the norm, and you know, generational differences, and throwing it in their face, and protesting the war, and protesting, you know, the way life it was. So, the man, man. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was designed for greater shock value, whereas Spring Awakening was just. You know, a, a beautiful telling of, you know, adolescences coming into their adulthood. Yeah, I mean, Spring Awakening is based on an old German play, like, yeah. you know, one of the one of the most successful German plays ever written. And then Hair is, I mean, the thing you can give Hair is that few musicals have generated as many hits 
as hair. Like, hair was a huge hit for the Cowsills. Uh, the Age of Aquarius was a huge hit for Fifth Element, I think. No, not Fifth Element. Fifth. Fifth. Dimension. Dimension. No. 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 Crap. Uh, and then, <laughs> I mean, there was like up. four or five really big hits that came out of hair as a musical. Uh, it also broke Meatloaf's career, so we have to, you know, love it for that. And the original cast had uh, Lucy Arnaz Jr., so big points there. But, uh, but yeah, so we saw hair. And then we also, when we went to see hair, we met Haley, listener Haley, uh, yes. of Fifth Haley's Dimension. Roses fame. Oh, oh Haley. Th- that's like the one fan that we both met. Yeah, it was funny well, because we finally met her. I was I looked at her Twitter and she said going to see uh, hair at the Hollywood Bowl, and I'm like, "Hey Jennifer, Haley is gonna be here, is here somewhere." And I looked over, and she was walking by. Yeah, we're in line waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> I've never we met her before. Food. I just knew her pictures from yeah. being online. Yeah, that that's so funny. And that's her so friend, funny. Her friend was so sweet too. That's she, yeah, and I was, and she goes to University of Minnesota. Not that I, I was there the week before she got there. Oh, okay. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so we did meet it's, it's listener Haley, funny. and she could not have been nicer and Aww. funnier and prettier and and cooler, yeah. and that was awesome. And then we we uh, had listener Michael David stayed at our house for a couple yes. days. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we finally family. met Connor. You know, after five something years. So we- if you're a listener and you haven't stayed at our house yet, what's your deal? Like apparently <laughs> Ed stayed at our house. Well, no, no, Ed hasn't been to our house. Oh, that's right. Ed hasn't been, been to the house. It's, it's, we we need we need to do an Indiegogo called <laughs> "Get Ed Out of Indiana." Oh, and it, all it, right. It, it, it well, deserves sponsorship. We've, I've it been does. telling you for the last two years. Anytime, that's whatever. I, I, I should, you know, I don't know. Maybe who knows what's happening in March? <laughs> my my lease ends in March. Okay. Anything could happen. Probably, <laughs> probably nothing. But anything could happen. Ed, have you had any uh, extracurricular Glee experiences? Uh, not really. I'm I'm blogging still for MJ's big blog for X Factor Australia, which I wish I could recommend to you this season. There's only two or three acts worth your time, so I, it's it's hard for me to recommend. Okay. Yeah, I've not watched <laughs> any of those X Factors, any version. It's, uh, but you know what? You know what <laughs> is amazing, and I can recommend Amazing Race Canada. And now Global TV has the website not geo restricted, so anyone in the world can can watch it on Global TV's website. And I'm telling you, if you if you if you liked Amazing Race at any point, it's worth your time. Because the cast is good, the host is good, the challenges are good. Wow. What essentially, essentially, what's missing <laughs> on an Amazing Race US? So, well, the only oh, show well. that Jennifer and I watch is <laughs> Married at First Sight on FYI. Oh God, my 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 roommates are obsessed with obsessed with Married at First Sight. I'm like, Crazy, I'm not gonna watch right? it. I don't, I don't Do want to know. I don't know why. Are they making why. bets of who's gonna stay together, who who gets divorced? Oh, because we have bets. Oh yeah, and, and I'm telling you, I will win. Yeah, and I got information today when I tweeted about Married at First Sight, and multiple members of the cast uh, started and following production. me on Twitter, and I learned more about them than I wanted to know. Which basically, to me, it's like I really did think that this was, you know, because it was the first time. I thought it was a pure experiment. 
not so much. But it turned out just like, like everything else. The doctor's not a real doctor. One of the girls was on The Bachelor. I'm like, oh, you totally ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've never watched The Bachelor or I would have known. Only thing I know about but. The Bachelor is what I see in the soup. But yes, as far as Married at First Sight goes, Jason and Courtney all the way. They're going to Jason, uh, Justin, Jason. Uh, They're going to make it work. Uh, I believe in my heart. I feel like they've met each other. Um, Yeah, I think they were married before the show started. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Uh, But so anyway, Married at First Sight, and then of course, uh, Face Off. Because well, you are you are Face Off's amazing. God, you are God, you are my roommate. Hey, they're both (laughs) shows. Well, it'll be a really easy transition for you in March. There you go. Right. Um, in uh, you what saddens me about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is that combined, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, Big Brother has had more successful couples come from the show. Like that's 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 just a that's just a stat, a factual stat. There's been one successful, there's been one successful Bachelor Bachelorette pairing, and there's been at least three on Big Brother. So let's. I'm just saying, That's this season of Big amazing. Brother is a waste of your time. Don't watch it. I'm too invested. I, and they really did not, in a, in a somewhat of a rant, they they made the season from 12 weeks to 13 weeks, and I'm telling you, nine weeks would have been enough, okay? <laughs> we, all know, we all know who's going to win. We've known for weeks. Just just hand Derek the money, please. I'm, <laughs> like, like, they're going through the charade of, yes, anyone can charade. win. No, no, we, we all know. We all know. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about season six of Glee, the last and final season of Glee. Uh, If you are even more spoiler-averse than Josh and Jen, you can bow out now. But this is what we know about the season six of Glee. Uh, It is going to be 13 episodes, and it is going to center around Leah Michelle. Uh, there's more, but that's what you could have expected. Uh, so, well, it's, gonna, it's, 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 it's gonna be her in Ohio proving once again that her turning her back on Niata and then turning her back on the musical that she left Niata for was a mistake. Uh, yeah, so essentially it's going to find Rachel moving back to Lima uh, after spinning out as an actress. Apparently she moves to Los Angeles. Uh, she tries to become a television actress. It goes horribly. She bottoms out and everything goes wrong. And so she moves back to Lima. How many years later? attempts to resurrect the Glee Club. It's going to be five years later. And, oh, God. Uh, it Did is- they do it five years later just so they didn't have to bring back any of the old high school people that's sad it's gonna be five years later so i I think i had tweeted every time they do a quote-unquote modern song somebody's gonna go oh remember this hit from five years ago and then they're gonna perform it uh because it's gonna be weird but anyway yeah they're gonna go back five years they're gonna go another five years into the future uh and she's gonna come back and try to save the glee club they started shooting last week is what we know about that. They're shooting. They're shooting now for January. Isn't they it are. Early? Yeah, they're currently shooting. I think they're going to have almost every episode in the can before they even start airing, uh, which is kind of like a modern like FX type trick. Uh, and then obviously on cable, they I mean, do it that. doesn't True yeah. Blood do that too, though? Yeah, on paid cable, they do that with everything like Netflix and things like that. Uh, on broadcast, they usually don't. You know, basic cable, they usually don't. But it's becoming more and more common. Uh, and then we we do know the official cast for this sixth season. We do? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, as far as returning cast members. Uh, it, we will have Leah Michelle back. We will have Chris Colfer and Darren Chris, of course, coming back. Uh, Dot Marie Jones, Jane Lynch, Kevin McHale, 
Matthew Morrison, Cord Overstreet, and Amber Riley are all officially back as uh, recurring cast members in just about every episode, uh, or full-time cast members. And then no word on uh, Jenna Oshkowitz, though I did hear a rumor that she's going to come back here and there. And then uh, Naya Rivera has been downgraded to recurring, I think is what they're going to call her. Well, I mean, over 13 episodes, even a recurring is like half the season. That's like six, isn't it? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think... Um, is 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 uh that guy the bully guy is he gonna be full-time so yes max adler uh who played uh the bully uh what was his character name anybody max i don't karofsky thank you uh supposedly everyone i've talked to says he's the nicest guy in the world michael on our movie knew him personally and said he was the nicest guy in the world and he seems like that i mean he totally seems like that i mean usually people who play such good bullies are actually yeah. genuinely nice uh he's coming back for a six episode arc the rumor is that he is going to uh woo blaine away from uh woo blaine away for a little while uh mm. let's see how that one goes uh so uh, poorly reacted by the fans interesting but, yes. triangle uh, and that's one of the, the big mystery of the season is no one, everyone knows apparently that Leah Michelle is going to spin out in, I'm sorry, Rachel is going to spin out in her TV career, return to Lima and take uh, Mr. Schuster's role as lead of the Glee Club, trying to resurrect the Glee Club uh, as a, I don't know, to make herself recapture her youth because that's healthy. So uh, is he technically, is he technically becoming her, her, uh, her, original mom's role oh god yeah probably it's gonna end up being something like that like he's running vocal adrenaline while she's running the new directions which hopefully she'll give a new name so that'll be interesting the the newer directions (laughs) the newer love it uh sue will have of course you know they're trying to return sue to being a foil for rachel so that'll be interesting uh let's see what else we got there's going to be lots of new kids on the show that's a big deal there's going to be lots of new high schoolers i hear there's twins the three point i think yeah there's been a lot of uh announced castings nobody i really recognized but uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of announced. They or there were a lot of announced cast announced castings for kids. Uh, it, yeah, five new McKinley sophomores is what they're saying, including two twin Cheerios. Yeah, I, I I guess I guess they figure like, well, we need to have twelve, so let's let's get a two for one while we can. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of other they, people. You can find it all on if, the online. If they could, get, if they could have gotten away with triplets, they probably would have. They could have. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what season six is going to be. Uh, Jennifer, thoughts on what we just discussed? Season six. <laughs> How do I say this nicely? I my thoughts <laughs> don't matter because <laughs> the show's going to happen. <laughs> it's, well, it is, and um, you know what? I appreciate them saving me the frustration of watching them do what we know they're going to do anyhow and just cutting to the chase and bringing us to this point so um, you know as I am every time I'm faced with the final season of a show that I either love or once loved I have the best of hopes and, and you know you know I just 
just want so badly for it to, you know, find some of the greatness that it used to have. Yeah. And remind us why we fell in love with this. Remind us why we stuck with it. And, you know, just go back to what worked before. I mean, it's hard. I always have the best, like, I always have, like, these great hopes and desires for it, but. It's hard to go back, though, because at the end of the day, like, so much has changed. To have, like, to see Rachel leading the new directions or whatever she's going to end up calling them. Like, that's a. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know how to feel about it, Ed. What do you think? Uh, I feel <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not angry with it. I don't. I'm. I'm more a little bit apathetic with that plot. I'm sure. To me, like I already like I already see the jokes of Rachel trying to start the Glee Club and Sue stopping her. Like I already see those jokes. I already know what those jokes are going to sound like. And they'll be fun. <laughs> they'll be fun. I know that we're only going to get a little bit from the characters from the high schoolers because Rachel's going to be the focal point. Mm-hmm. And then I, it's interesting. It's, it'll be interesting to look at like the trajectory of Glee when it's all over. Like, like this is where it started and then we, this is how it ended. And like, how did this happen? How did this happen? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's interesting. Cause like, I can't even describe it as a trajectory right now. Like kind of what it feels like is the show started and then it hit this like giant, this giant soup bowl, this, this giant pot and just kind of stirred around for years. And now it's going to try to stick the landing. And I, which is like four metaphors mixed into one. So congratulations on that. But, um, it's hard to believe that well, Glee was weird. even a show that was even at any point considered and actually was a Super Bowl leadoff show. Yes. Like, oh, or, heck yeah. Seriously. Like, like, heck that yeah. was a different show. That was, that was a century ago. Yeah. Right. Life. And, and that's the aspect of the show. Like whatever that formula was, you know, the, um, the reverence, the you know, the edginess, the 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 brutal honesty of the characters. It's like I, I want, I, like I hope that they can just try to get back to that point again, because it was something really special. There, it was something really different and really magical. So, mm-hmm. how, whatever you know, whatever the scenario is for this final season, if they can just still apply some of that to it. I I would be so happy. I mean, that's definitely... Yeah. It, I, I want to see them be underdogs again. Well, I I mean, she s- should be the underdog if she's, yeah. you know... But is it going to be convincing? Her hubris has like, failed her out of every career that she ever wanted. If they can convince me that, that Rachel is an underdog again, and not just an underdog because she's an idiot. Like, an, a, a real, like... That she's a genuine underdog. That she's taking these underdogs under her wing. I mean, at the end not, of the day... Not, she, doesn't, she doesn't even need to be an underdog. She just needs to have passion for what she's doing. And humility. That was the biggest problem, that was the biggest problem with season five. She finally got what she wanted. And then she's like, she's like, I don't care anymore. Like, but Yeah, exactly. Right. Girl, this is not the same Rachel who in season one uploaded a video onto MySpace every single day. Yeah. And, and ran like a mile before school and like yeah. drink and like drink protein smoothies no this is like the girl the, the spoiled girl that doesn't care and is just successful right like, knock yeah. her on her ass give her a dose of humility and you know 
put her back in charge and trying to, you know, nurture that that passion and drive in young students. I mean, it it could be good, I guess. There is potential. It's more likely than zero percent. I mean, on the upside, they've only got thirteen episodes, so it'll be yeah, harder and, for and them to spin. They know their they wheels. only have thirteen episodes, so they don't have. They, there's no reason to hold back. Exactly. Like, right. And they, they know what their no end filler. point is. No like, filler. They they have a they have a flag in the ground to shoot for, so that's exciting. Um, and because they're going five years into the future, as much as that annoys me, it does mean they get to kind of shirk off the past and kind of start fresh. It's a cheat, but uh, if it means good episodes, then you know we're gonna yeah, give that, it a slot. That, that gives us. That gives us. That there's at least going to be three episodes dedicated, at least in some part, to what happened to these characters in yeah. that convening time. Think of that. all the Christmas episodes. <laughs> like well, you, they've got five Christmas episodes they can. Fit no, now. but they they won't. They won't do that to us. I'm telling us right now that they won't do that because they care enough. They, they won't do it. But but here's no, they the won't thing. Really- they will do it for timing reasons because right. they're yeah. starting in January. So, well, the sure. other, okay, yes, you're right. I guess it, in a way, it is a cheat. But I appreciate them saving me from having to <laughs> agonize and you know to 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 watch them go through all of these like horrible missteps and still succeed and us be so frustrated. It's like you just get there. Like yeah. we we know where you're going to get jump ahead get there and just you know give us something that we fell in love with again yeah i mean it's hard because you know as as the last remaining man carrying a torch for finchel um which i am a grown-ass man who just said finchel uh the 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 thing is is i know that this was supposed to be finn's storyline this like the 13 episodes we're about to see were Finn's 13 episodes and the other 11 episodes were going to be Rachel doing what she would have done in in this past five years, right? Like this last season was going to be Finn taking over the Glee Club and bringing them into prominence while Rachel spins out in her television career, self-destructs and then goes back to, to Lima and they reunite and be happy, right? That's what this show was. That's how it was supposed to end. And that's how it still ends in my heart. Uh, but it's obviously not going to end like that. And it, it's interesting that they're going to try to kind of have their cake and eat it too, which is pretty much the life story of Glee is how 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 hard can we try to have our cake and eat it too. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, can Rachel... like So on the upsides, 13 episodes, flag in the ground, all of our favorite characters back. We know there's going to be a wedding in there somewhere, which people are counting like tumblr can't wait for um so in that way there's a lot of cool stuff coming on the downside it's another five-year jump which glee has already kind of biffed twice three times before um and then you know it's still kind of I, i i want it i i want it to be a fresh start for glee i don't want it to be glee picking up with all of the mistakes they've made, like continuing the mistakes that they made well, in the last 13 episodes. I mean, with, with with producing it the way they're doing it, they're giving themselves so much time. There's no reason there should be. Yes. There's, there should, there should be no reason for the mistakes that plagued us. 
hypothetically. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. I mean, it'll be great to have... I think it'll be fun to have Max Adler back on the show. Um, I think it'll be fun to be back in Lima. Uh, You know, I think there's a a lot of potential. And uh, and we will be here to enjoy it together as a family, as we have enjoyed every other episode. (laughs) You're adorable. (laughs) As we have watched every other episode. (laughs) No, I mean, seriously, we're probably still like the three biggest cheerleaders for this show we want it to succeed we want it to deliver we want the best for it we want it to end on such a high note we want it to remind everybody you know why we fell in love and why it was special so i just don't want to get let down yeah i just i don't want to i don't want to um what i want this season to do is that by the end of it when i tell people i host a glee podcast i don't want that look of 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 sadness that i get back where people are like oh you still do that oh is that show still on i mean you know i will say (laughs) a large percentage of the people we still tell (laughs) we do this they say I love that when it started. Exactly. You get that they're all like, the time. And they, they're like, I love the first season. That's so true. But I will we say, and now I do committed. not shy away from telling people that we host a Glee podcast. I am not ashamed of it. We have stuck it out. Yeah. We I have always, done every I, episode. I see, I just say, <laughs> Don't fail number, us. Number, iTunes number one podcast. Because it, it was true once. It so was. always yeah, at one point, true. we were a very successful podcast. We're still—I mean, I don't—I haven't looked at the numbers in a while, but we still do okay. Yeah. So, and to everybody listening who has been with us, I know we still get new listeners, which is amazing. So, if you're still with us, if you're still watching Glee, we're gonna finish it out together. Which reminds me, I was thinking for these last thirteen episodes, it might be fun to have more listeners on the show, interacting, uh, yeah. interacting with us on the show. So, if you would like to be a guest host, we do kind of record recorded a weird time at like seven or eight on a sunday pacific, pacific. so like 10 or 11 if you're on the east coast but if you're crazy and that, you'd like to be weird? on the show let me know i think weird? that would be fun uh to have more listeners on the show i don't know it, it's kind of well what's what's normal i don't know what like for podcasting what's normal that there is no normal most of the most people i know record yeah they, most people i know record either in the afternoon if they split uh, time zones like us or they record in the evening but everybody is in the same time zone so you know we'll figure it out we will uh we will make it work i mean it it, it helps that i'm like i was literally up till 8 a.m i was like you know i'll just stay up <laughs> until x-factor australia airs in australia and write my article you're and crazy pants <laughs> yeah it helps that it you're is- crazy it does. It helps that I'm crazy. It helps that I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's a bit. Uh, that's. I think that's it for us. If you'd like to weigh in on anything we said tonight, you can email us at gleefulpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at gleefulpodcast. I'm at Josh Brunell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Gleeful Podcast and talk to the other listeners. I imagine it's quiet there right now. But if you wanted to start a conversation, now will be the time. Everyone will hear you. Uh, we will be back. I don't know when, but we'll definitely be back when Glee starts running, which is not going to be until January. But uh, we will have plenty to discuss between then and now. So, uh, yeah. For uh, for us, Jennifer, anything else? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hope everybody's doing well out there. Yeah, exactly. I uh, hope everybody had a good, good fun summer. And uh, 
staying safe from the heat. <laughs> um, but all good here. All right. Ed? Ed? Um, I, mean, um, I want you two to blindly agree that if I qualify for the Olympics that you'll 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 go and watch me. Oh my god, we team totally Ed go all the way. If you get to yeah. Korea, we will go. You will be going to Okay. We well, will go to happen. Korea. If Ed if Ed competes in Korea, Josh and Jen will go to Korea. Absolutely. You heard it here, yes. folks. <gasps> yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to, to convince everyone to blindly Hilarious. agree to this because <laughs> Absolutely. It might happen. It might happen. Amazing. The American right. team isn't that good. So. <laughs> wow. Well, for the Gleeful Podcast with Josh, Jen, and Ed, I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. Have a nice night. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. I think I do. Ooh.